0: Today on the LA Food Podcast, I'm your host, Lucas Servodio, coming at you with a special midweek bonus episode for a slice of pizza-related controversy that's been sweeping the nation. Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports Infamy went viral last week after he posted one of his one bite pizza reviews. He was reviewing Dragon Pizza, a small independent pizza shop in Somerville, Massachusetts and turns out the owner, Charlie Redd, wasn't such a fan of Portnoy's and came out front to give the man a pizza of his mind. See what I did there? Never mind. This was just the beginning though. Their profanity-laden interaction quickly became the talk of TikTok, Instagram, and the app formerly known as Twitter. Portnoy went on Tucker Carlson to talk about the incident, and Red did an interview with Bon Appetit to give his side of the story. The situation spiraled out of control with Portnoy's deranged army of bro followers pulling out all the stops to mess with Dragon Pizza, including tanking their Yelp rating and putting in fake orders at the shop. It's a pizza feud that says a lot about the state of food criticism, the power of food influencers, and the insanity of the culture wars. I had to have Father Saul join me to chop up all the hairy details, and discuss the questions of do we care, why do we care, and what the heck does this all mean? Quick trigger warning, Portnoy is a pretty controversial character, and we do name the litany of problematic things he's done in the past. We also play a clip of the pretty profane interaction shared by Portnoy and the pizza owner, so if you've got kids around or you yourself are sensitive to that sort of thing, I just wanted to do the neighborly thing and shoot you a heads up. We'll be back on Friday with an epic episode featuring one of the most interesting and influential guests we've ever had, so I hope you'll come back for that, dear listener. But without further ado, let's chow down. Joining us today for a special edition episode of the LA Food Podcast, it is the president of the Dave Portnoy Fan Club, Father Saul. Father Saul, how you doing today?
1: Okay. You are definitely the Dave Portnoy fan here. Don't don't give me those false allegations, shit. Oh yeah, you get a little invite to his food pizza festival. I saw a little little glint in the eye, little little uh, cozying up to to the barstool president. I saw I got an, that.
0: I got an invite. What are you talking about?
1: I thought you told me that there was a whole thing where it was like, oh, he's doing a pizza festival. Let's. I don't know if he got an invite. You just knew what was happening, and I was like, look, fuck this guy. <laughs> don't don't put that evil on me. Is what I would say. I
0: absolutely disavow those allegations. I was not invited <laughs> to the one bite pizza festival in New York City. I just the organizer of the Outside Lands food roster also happens to be involved with that festival, but you know, do not don't make me a Portnoy fan by association, listener. In case you uh, haven't guessed so far, we're here to talk about the viral news that happened this week about Dave Portnoy's altercation with a pizzeria out of Somerset, Massachusetts. It's called Dragon Pizza. Father Saul, have you been following this?
1: I have. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I actually first saw Kenji Lopez alt post about it. That's how I heard about it. And then you hit me up with it. Somerville, Massachusetts, by the way, not Somerset. That's in New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I
0: just got canceled in all of Massachusetts. Uh, we're going to do something high tech for the l a Food podcast. We are actually going to play the audio of the altercation. You're not going to hear it right now, Saul, but I'm going to edit it in later. Um I do want to give a quick warning. If for any reason you have children nearby or let your children listen to the LA Food Podcast, you may want to skip the next two minutes because let's just say that there is some colorful language used. Um, But without further ado, here it is. We'll be right back. Dave. Yes. Enjoy your pizza as any customer, but I don't appreciate what you do coming in and judging a business with one bite. Well, Well, we do more. Is this your spot? This is my spot. Ugh. I hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what you do to small businesses. Well, I help
1: you. The good news is I, I give you a see it that way. terrible school. Let me be a little clearer. Move on. Don't stand in front of my business. So let me be clear. Fuck let you. Let me be clear. Fuck. Get you. the fuck out of fuck front you. of my you. business. Fuck you. It's a year. public You're street, you motherfucker. Yeah, it's a public business. street. This you ain't think, your business. Yeah, but this is my business. And dude, fuck Stay you. here and call fuck the fucking you. police. Call, he's right across the street. Go get him. What are you going to no, tattle police. me off? Standing on the public street? Just
0: being a fucking bitch. Your, t- your
1: shirt's six sizes too small, fatso. So.
0: Just go fuck yourself and the you whole go. fucking platform you're on. Oh,
1: you don't like the platform? You're a joke to me, dude. You know what? You're Take making your a joke. Take your show and your fucking game and go somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. I, blah by the way, what? I've raised what? $50 million for small business. Dude. You're all blah, talk, blah, blah, dude. $50 Was that all talk?
0: Yeah, kind of like that. That new york times article here we down. go here exactly.
1: we go your exactly. shirt's six sizes too small i don't care i lose some weight you're Who's a fucking joke you, oh you work hard yeah maybe you're so ba, 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 ba. full ba, 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 ba. of shit dude how tell me how you're a fucking clown how
0: i run a business i work hard i, I sold my dollars. business
1: twice Hundred million. Four hundred million. You're bought back for a buck that's a clown
0: everything since i got in this business that you represent
1: is an embarrassment like to Like what? Business. Like raising fifty million for small everything. business? Name everything. It. Name it. Everything. You haven't no, named one thing. Name.
0: You haven't named one thing. I make pizza. It's great. It sucks. It's a fucking joke.
1: Name one thing. Name one thing, asshole. You've given up too. I've given up too much of my time. <laughs> well, All you've, you've said pizza is pizza. everything. Every name one thing. You're a fucking name joke. Name one thing. thing. This guy's a real fucking you piece of shit. An asshole. I am. I'm minding my own business doing review. <laughs> this is me posting you telling you to. Fuck oh, ho, 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 you're posting me, buddy.
0: All right, Saul. um, Before we get into talking about the interaction itself, I did want to note that since the recording that you just listened to, dear listener, happened, the story has gone extremely viral. In case you're not familiar with who Dave Portnoy is, Saul, you want to give a quick rundown of who he is, why he's famous, and why we care about this at all?
1: Uh well I will say I don't care about this or him but basically he started a a uh, sp- <laughs> okay I'll, I'll 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 stick to the facts for now he started a website essentially a sports blog called Barstool uh and that like expanded into all sorts of whatever stuff became basically a male lifestyle brand for like sports fans of like in their like twenties and early adulthood of men. And uh, yeah, has gained, gained influence through that. And then for whatever reason, Portnoy uh, leveraged that fame into doing one-bite pizza reviews, which apparently are quite big within, I would say, the Barcel community in particular.
0: Yeah, so what you just heard, dear listener, is one of Dave Portnoy's one-bite pizza reviews. He just goes to different pizzerias as part of a pretty viral TikTok and Instagram series that he has and he takes one or two bites, but he just says one bite. Everybody knows the rules. And based on that bite, he gives a rating to the pizzeria and it's one, it's, it's a rating from one to 10. And typically his ratings hover in the like 6.1 to 9.3 to 9.4 category. Usually if he's giving a score of like an eight and above it's a really really good score he's actually a little bit of a tough critic um but the pizza shop owner in question here charlie red the owner of dragon pizza he seemed to have some bones to pick with mr portnoy even before portnoy got to his pizza shop salt what what do you think his, his his bones were to pick with Portnoy, based on what he said?
1: Well, Dave Portnoy is kind of has a reputation of being a huge dick, <laughs> and his his fan base is like I think famously pretty toxic, which has played out in the aftermath of this whole altercation because they've like totally um, tanked the Yelp, Yelp rating, super abusive. Dave has a history, and the community that he cultivated with Barcelona community community. Uh, reputation of being super sexist, racist, just dumb and annoying, frankly. Um, and also, so Dave, via his following from sports media, has a huge following for his pizza reviews. However, he also has no real like qualification or I think I mean interest really in diving into pizza beyond one bite. And this guy was like, you know, you can't judge a whole spot and give it a rating based on one bite of pizza. And, like, the because of the following being so big, it's kind of make or break. Now, to be clear, I think Portnoy has brought a lot of attention to places that he likes, which is whatever it is. But the reality is, he's a, like I said, he's an entertainer. He's a personality. He's not a a restaurant critic. And therefore, I think one of the complaints from Red, beyond the whole cult of personality and relatively toxic community that the guy has built, is that. He's just there to make a buck or to build his own profile off the guy's place and, you know, potentially tank it or criticize it to a whole community after trying it trying one bite of pizza.
0: So I want to unpack quickly the bit you just mentioned about uh Portnoy. And I think you said the words you chose were he's a real piece of shit. Um there's a list of allegations in a New York Times article, which I will post in the show notes, dear listener. But I'm reading directly, and I did want to just give a quick trigger warning. There are some not so great things in this in this uh, like resume of things that Portnoy has said in the past. Mr. Portnoy rose to fame by capitalizing on misogyny and other offensive behavior. He once said that some women kind of deserve to be raped. He wouldn't remove photos showing a toddler's penis from his blog until police showed up at his door. He made what he acknowledged were racist statements, including using the N-word repeatedly. He outed women who accused him of sexual misconduct, threatened to fire employees engaged in unionizing, and repeatedly incited attacks on his critics. That's uh, quite a CV.
1: Oh, yeah. Shout out to all our kid listeners, our our primary audience of child listeners uh, who who have just learned a whole lot about the world uh, from that (laughs) reading. To
0: your point, though, this is from the outset an interesting case because this is a guy who by every measure should be canceled. This man has done uh, probably a hundred things that should have him be canceled at this point. And yet not only is he still very much uh, the head of his organization, still posting these pizza reviews that um, people take as Bible truth, he is thriving. He's got, to your point, I think one of the most influential voices in food criticism in this country at the moment. And I don't think that that is – okay, food criticism is maybe a strong way to frame it, but certainly his opinion on food carries more weight than some really influential food critics who know their shit.
1: That's because he has a cult of personality, right? You can't – just like with whatever, Trump or, or others who have built a following loyal to their specific personality and brand, you can't be canceled because you have people behind you that have like whatever – Personal, uh, parasocial, so like a relation to who you are. So even if, and by the way, the quote unquote canceled, these behaviors have impacted Portnoy and his, and his economics in the past. Barstool was in the midst of a, I think, had initially piloted a partnership with ESPN that would have elevated their platform a ton. That got canceled in part because of his behavior and, and past allegations against him. Um, so look, it's, 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 he still has within his community, within his following. Which is a not like not insubstantial following. To be fair, of course, he has a very influential voice. Um, but at the same time, like there's just I think as strong feelings against Barstool. People such as myself, um, who are anti what this guy does, as as pro, <laughs> maybe even more. Right, um, and in fact, I believe uh, the pizzeria in question here, despite. Portnoy sicking his followers and, and like uh, overall online community against them has actually thrived in its own way due to support from the community uh, because look, these are, it's basically, it's basically like Goop <laughs> Barstool is Goop essentially, the same thing Gwyneth Paltrow is Goop, it's a lifestyle brand, but just for spoiled men, and what it tries to empower rather than a lifestyle of luxury that Goop does it's a lifestyle of being a spoiled dude, and a lot of people are bought into that particular lifestyle, and that's the audience he has power with, and will probably always be able to lead in some way. So,
0: so you're saying he's popular because he is excusing the behavior of a bunch of toxic men out there just by existing,
1: not excusing empowering, right? like literally, he's like, What men do, uh, Saturdays are for the boys, we drink beer and we say racist, shit and we, uh, and women are objects, and blah 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 blah, blah whatever, and, and really just like let men be like pieces of shit is kind of the the unspoken mantra of this group his sports like the sports commentary isn't that good (laughs) like he's not a good sports commentator right he's not a good pizza commentator though what he has to offer is like this is like the bullshit masculinity that our community like champions and like if you don't want to like have to uh have any consequences for your action and like be a dick without consequence blah 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 like you follow us and so he has a huge community based on that and because he has a huge community, when he does, decides to do pizza reviews, it has a huge audience, right? More audience than any single like critic in the country, probably, right? Um, almost definitely, like, definitely. So that's where his influence comes from. And that's, you know, what the pizza owner in question, uh, Mr. Red had a problem with, spoke out against, and then has like, is now facing the consequences for. So let's break down the interaction itself
0: between Portnoy and Red, because I think the interaction in and of itself is interesting, and I think indicative of who Portnoy is as a person. Let me ask you a very simple question that I have actually gotten into some heated debates about recently. Who started it?
1: Uh, the 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 interaction was started by the pizza owner. He went like he quote unquote started. He like started the interaction. He kicked it off. Now Portnoy is the one doing the reviews, but I think in this, in this scenario, you can say, yeah, the, nothing would have happened if not for the owner deciding to walk out and have words with Portnoy. I, uh, I hear
0: that. Although I think that the tone with which the pizza maker approached Portnoy with was pretty reasonable. First of all, like he said, hmm. he said, look, you're a customer like everybody else. And I want you to enjoy your pizza. I just want you to know, I don't appreciate what you're doing now. There's an argument to be made that he poked the bear and should have known what he was expect, what, what he should have been expecting from there. But Portnoy took it to the next level, man. Like the moment he said that profanity started going, personal attack started going like it. it I think it's a little like uh, simplistic to say that the pizza owner started it. I think the pizza owner was just, you know, yes, he poked the bear. But fuck me. Portnoy really took it to the next level.
1: I see what you're saying here. So who's, who who made the interaction a negative and antagonistic interaction yeah. uh, was Portnoy. That, and, and let me put it this way. It's not even poke the bear. Like, that guy came out and starts talking. I think Portnoy seeing dollar signs right away, right? He's literally, sell, literally selling t-shirts already off the interaction. And he knows. This is like an uh, interaction like that, an antagonistic one, is red meat. For his audience, right? He's had these interactions before. He knows it. He's had it on Twitter, online, at following the allegations, right? It's a very like Trumpian handbook of just attack the people who are like not even attacking you, really, but like questioning Tarkance. your Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So so yeah, I sure in, in that way, I think I think he like look, he's a he's a media personality and a very successful one. Um Take, he takes after, I think, another media personality. We'll talk about it shortly, and Tucker Carlson and others, and was like, negative interaction is going to be just gold for me, and guess what I have? This guy doesn't. Hundreds of millions of people like watching and following and ready right, to do my whim, right? So he's like on a power trip. The guy decides, decides to say, hey, I do not he, he, Porno has no reason or incentive to be reasonable back.
0: Um, yeah.
1: So we've
0: talked about whether red has had valid points and, you know, we kind of agree that the point he was trying to make is, is a valid one. You know, it's not exactly fair to go in there and judge a whole pizza place based on one bite. I can't see why some people would say that's not actually that valid of a point because isn't that what most influencers do? Like, Like, you know, I'm not go as a a person who reviews food online, right? I'm not going to a a sandwich shop three times or four times before I drop a review, right? Oftentimes, I'm eating half a sandwich sometimes if I'm doing multiple sandwiches in a day and making a full judgment off of it. Now, the difference here is I don't have millions and millions of followers like Dave Portnoy does, but there's a whole cottage industry of folks who are making quote-unquote snap judgments off of food. So in that sense, you know, Red's anger does feel a bit more personal towards Portnoy than making like a decent point across the board.
1: Yeah, I think it's more, I think it is more that, right? I think there's, there's the question of whether or not these reviews are legitimate. <laughs> like these one by pizza reviews are the thing is, they're not they're not framed as, here's how you understand whether, here's how you get the best one bite of pizza. It's like, here's how you did an entire pizza place, right? Here's how you did an entire business, small business, right? Off this one bite. I don't think Pornay really does any caveats on these reviews, being like, by the way, just remember that I only had one bite of one slice of pie here. So who knows? Maybe something else is great. That's not happening. Uh, and I do think it's much more about who the guy is, the community he represents, and the the way he approaches what he does, than it is about the actual like thing here of having a bite of pizza and talking about it. Anyone's allowed to do that. I do think also, yes, the the level of influence he has is a, is a huge component of it. Because like, look, if you if you wield the amount of power he does, and I will say like i don 't know if a bad piece of review from Portnoy actually would tank a local place, right? Presumably they have their own community folks and they're not like just barstooly folks there. I'm sure there are examples of it happening, but presumably it doesn't like sure, maybe Barlowst people won't go there, but it doesn't change the game. If anything, it gives them some some audience well,
0: that's where I want I, to disagree with you a little bit. Uh, mm. The point of Portnoy it doesn't caveat his reviews because if you watch the video up until the interaction where red comes out of his shop and starts to talk to portnoy this is not a pizza that portnoy likes right he talks about the fact that it's not crispy he talks about that there's a parmesan flavor he's pretty careful in saying like look if you like parmesan you might like parmesan you might like this pie but for me it's not my type of pie and honestly that's exactly how i and some other like respectful influencers that I know would go about reviewing something that they did not like. And I do think that Portnoy, yes, not the most nuanced like voice out there, but he does even with shitty scores, try to make them somewhat nice. So Hmm. it's,
1: it's, that's actually, I, I, that, that is a fair point, but But it goes back to the fact that I think the issue the guy had here is more with Portnoy and what he represents personally, probably, right? If you were doing the LA pizza countdown, right? But in, in Somerville, Massachusetts, Somerville pizza countdown, I highly doubt, but coming at it from a place where like you love pizza, you enjoy pizza, you're trying different spots, trying to elevate things, which yeah, Portnoy can use that framing too. But I think there's a inherent negativity in his like persona and in who he uh, how he holds carries himself and and what he messages to his audience that this guy probably was responding to ultimately,
0: and that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I actually think this guy was kind of red. The owner of Dragon Pizza was kind of taking one for the culture here. Like yeah. he he his point about like Portnoy's you know nuance and platform and whatnot. I don't think was entirely valid at least that point in and of itself but I think he saw a bully and he wanted to stand up yeah, yeah. to a bully and that's yeah. what he did and and he knew I don't know if he knew the full extent of the consequences but I think in some way he knew that he had a lot more to lose than to gain by doing this. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I do think even a 6.3 or 6.4 whatever the fuck the rating was I still think that probably would have been fine for his business it like it would have been like hey it's not a horrific score it's what dave portnoy said it was pretty good he just didn't like the taste of parmesan he probably still would have got some business from it by coming out he still had more to lose than he had to gain even with the shitty score
1: yeah yeah i I think that's true i think the exact frame you used of saw a bully and went to speak to the bully stand up to the bully is probably correct um yeah
0: now did Portnoy have any points? Because one thing that Portnoy kept bringing up in the interaction was, "I've raised fifty million dollars for small business." <laughs> and I looked into this. And what he was talking about was, I'm pretty sure during the pandemic, uh, Barstool started a fund where they were raising money for small businesses, and you know, it was kind of a social media play, too, where they were like posting the interactions of like the small businesses receiving the checks and whatnot. Do you think that Portnoy had any good points in defending himself?
1: Uh, No, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think charity just like, I don't think charity just like wipes away. Like it doesn't change his persona, right? It doesn't change his personality, right? I don't think like, I don't think it was brought up as a, it, it's, it's a simplistic point that is again intended is like indicated to his own audience, right? It's, it's, it's more meat for his own audience. It's something that it's like a messaging point that his followers can use to back him up, but it doesn't really like, it's not a meaningful or like, a relevant point you can't be like hey hey fuck you let's rape women boys are the <laughs> like let's drink beers and i gave i raised money for small businesses it doesn't it doesn't there's no equation that balances that
0: yeah it's like cosby saying but i had a
1: foundation do you know what i mean totally. like yeah. you still i feel, still I feel like, a little i feel a little wrong i mean look Pornoy has like actual like legitimate sexual assault like, allegations against him i feel a little bad put, like putting you in that same corner, but. Look, but it, like in terms of like the comparison, it's correct, right? Bad behavior is not wiped out by just saying, "Oh, you do, oh, you do this," and you're therefore you're great. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the aftermath of this interaction. So what happened in the immediate aftermath of this interaction is that Barstool sat on this for a couple weeks, um, and Red, I guess, tried to get ahead of it by posting uh the picture that he took on Instagram even while Barstool was sitting by it he wrote some some like funny caption like fuck you and the stool you came in on or something kind of indicated that you know he stepped up to Portnoy right what happened after this is portnoy came out with the interview with the uh, video it went super viral and he decides to go on tucker carlson of all places to talk about this first of all why do you think portnoy went to tucker
1: They're the same it's the same uh same tone and same like, I mean, it's it's the masterminds of taking a, of an attack an antagonistic interaction and spinning it out perfectly, right? And it's someone who's going to be in his corner, right? And just like, blah, blah, blah. Also, I would say Barso aligns pretty closely with Fox News and, and that audience. So there's just like natural sort of overlays here.
0: Well, the most psychopathic thing about this whole interview in my mind was when Tucker Carlson was just trying to make small talk with Portnoy and he's talking mm-hmm. to him about like his views on pizza. And he looks at him with this like weird sly smile and is like, how about pineapple? Pineapple and bacon? <laughs> yeah. That
1: was weird, bro. That
0: was like, this man's got some skeletons.
1: Uh, it makes total sense that Tucker likes pineapple on pizza. You can't trust someone who enjoys those those that combination in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Another thing that stuck out to me about this interview is that one of the points that Portnoy kept making was that he kept saying that red is everything that's wrong with this country.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. LOL. I mean, I mean, no. It's just like, look, again, this the, the reason it goes on Tucker is because Tucker is an entertainer. This is entertainment, right? This is like this is WWE wrestling. That's the point here. And like, look, I, I really think I don't even know if we're doing any favors by talking about this now. This is not. This is something that, like, should just, like, like, flitter away. This is an attempt by Pornoy, who is now selling merch about the interaction, right, and profiting off it. This is like, hey, I had this WWE fight. Let's, like, let's do the marketing around it, right? (laughs) Let's go big. Let's hold this. And then, you know, and then sick our entire millions of people on the guy, right? Let's go do that.
0: I mean, look, I think that you're right. You raised the question, is it good that we on this podcast are giving our platform to it? And and to me it's to like the,
1: to the millions of children listening today, is yeah. it helpful for us to
0: <laughs> Well look, I, I believe that like these things happen in the aggregate, right? It's like we're like there's there's so many people out there that are gonna see this interaction uh with Portnoy and just latch on to that, like 50 million dollar you know uh sure, figure and sure. not and excuse portnoy for all of his behavior i've i know better than to think that like i can convince people that the other way is the right way based on facts like it's not here and we're gonna like we're not gonna like convince anybody who's a portnoy supporter that portnoy is bad because you know he has all these like allegations they're just gonna be like oh it's the fake news media what do you expect Although I will say it's an honor to be lumped in with the fake news media. (laughs) I
1: was about to say, yeah, it's real. We're really big up in ourselves if we're part of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I was more so talking about the New York Times article, but uh, but you know, we can be part of the (laughs) fake news media too. I, I just think like sometimes you just have to provide a place where like you can you can get into the nuance of things and talk about both sides and like and kind of just like chop it up because people. Don't trust news, you know, and it kind of helps mm. that you have people that that aren't the news just talking about it. Now, again, I don't think we're going to convince anybody other than like the uh, few children out there. But maybe some people are curious about the interaction and wanted to learn about it. Now, hey, one thing I wanted to, to to touch on before you have to leave is that there were real impacts on the business, right? According to mm-hmm. Red, some things that happened is that the Yelp review was tanked by people who had never been to the to the pizza business, uh, to Dragon yeah. Pizza, just because they love Portnoy going on Yelp and being like this place fucking sucks. Um, also, uh, there were other things like he, they were getting threats on their their phones. People were were calling in like fake orders, uh, so yeah. that you know huge fake orders, and then not going to pick them up, so that the pizzeria would basically lose out on resources. Yeah, they're having to take security measures that they never had to take before it to your point it does seem that since this interview business has turned around and now there are people supporting the business but fucking hell is is are not the consequences of what portnoy can do and what his followers are willing to do kind of enough to show you that like these aren't just pizza reviews these are this is like you know this is like uh uh, it's kind of like saudi arabia buying newcastle there's like an entire <laughs> agenda here he's just using pizza to push a bigger agenda it feels like
1: it's more like a ma mo- almost like a mafia like better like my review otherwise something bad might happen you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, yeah. like it's there's like a weird threat behind it and yeah no it's like it, it's pretty fucking i mean now we should say luckily the community in summer has kind of rallied behind dragon pizza and, and has like been Really buying, like really trying to support. I think buying and selling out the pizzeria itself, but like there were real attempts to essentially put these guys out of business, right? Like they're like, "Hey, you said my, you said my favorite TV personality was like a bully, and therefore I'm gonna put you and your like dozen employees out of business." That's bullshit. It's like it's it's a really like and it's legitimately dangerous, right? Like I don't know, like dangerous to like their well being and livelihood. To if like I don't know, there there wasn't the effort by red and the, the owner of the pizzeria to actually go out and make sure his side of the story was told um so that i think yeah i mean look and i think in the end this is going to be just like any other like nonsense big media bullfight wwe thing it's going to fizzle pretty quickly i think too i just don't think it will matter uh to anyone to porno's followers anyway unless Pornay decides to keep bringing them up which he very well might um but otherwise it's just like uh yeah just like a interaction between a shitty guy and a guy owning a small business and like the real harassment that came from that
0: i I think the only reason i agree with you this will ultimately fizzle out but i do think the only thing that's kind of different about this is portnoy did say this was the most one of the most viral things he'd ever done and it's just interesting (laughs) to me that like out of all of the moments that he's had in his career pizza is one of the most viral he's had
1: And well, I'm going to this is I'm going to I saw the tweet that he like the the tweet that he put out about it. It doesn't have as many likes as like you would have actually thought. It certainly is viral, but it's also it behooves him to say in the moment as it's gaining steam that it's the most viral thing that brings more attention to it. I think he's done. He and Barcelona have done more stuff and had more public blowouts. You know, what was viral was when the New York Times publicly accused him like legitimately of like sexual assault and racism and union busting. That went pretty fucking viral and it, to the point where they lost huge business. Now this shirt, sure, I'm sure got a lot of attention, but it's also helpful for him to say, check out this most viral t- viral thing that's ever happened to me and buy my t-shirt, by the way, while you're at it.
0: The only caveat I'll say to that is that you know not everyone's a boomer and goes on Twitter for their news. He may have been referring to TikTok, you know, as well, which is a platform.
1: Oh, that sure, your yeah, geriatric yeah. ass
0: probably isn't <laughs> on enough. Book.
1: I'm not even on Twitter anymore now. Honestly, I just had to look at this particular tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't speak about virality, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still think. Look, uh, of of the of the Barstool community, I'm sure they won't forget. But I hope they'll just like lose interest. Essentially, it's, it's so useful to have like a, a, an opponent or like a whatever, a foe in the public sphere, and I, especially if you're Portland, right? You can keep like profiting off of. And I suspect that might be what happens here.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get you one of his Dragon Slayer T-shirts for Christmas. But until then, Father Saul, just wanted to say thank you for uh, for joining the pod and for making some extra time for our listeners this week. Good job by you, buddy. Just say good job by you.
1: All right, bye, dude. Good job by you, buddy. No, no. See you later. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the LA Food Podcast. As I mentioned, we'll be back on Friday with another epic episode. So – you're not going to want to miss that, dear listener. If you like what you heard today, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a rating, a review, subscribe if you should be so inclined. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and threads at the LA Countdown. That's T H E L A C O U N T D O W N. You can also find me on Instagram at LA Food Pod. That's L A F O O D P O D.